Hi, it's Jessica Valenti again um, at All In Her Head, and this is the second installment of this experiment I'm doing, uh, talking about abortion every day. Um, I think it will actually usually probably just be weekdays uh, to keep it sustainable, but I wanted to record something today because I just had this experience um, this weekend that I wanted to to share and talk about an article I read as well. But first is about this family barbecue um, that we had at my parents' place in, in upstate New York. Um, and it's the first time I've seen a lot of my extended family since COVID started. So it was really exciting and great. But of course, with everything that's happened um, and, and Roe being overturned, there were a lot of feelings and a lot to catch up on and, and a lot to talk about. Um, and I have a lot of female relatives. So I had, you know, some aunts and, and aunt-in-laws there and um, cousins and, and they're all of varying ages. You know, some are in their 50s and 60s and some are in their 20s or, or still teenagers. And, you know, I had a couple of uh, young male cousins in their 20s whose girlfriends were there. And of course, you know, the, the conversation um, turned to abortion. And what struck me though of course didn't surprise me, was how furious all of these women were, you know, whether they were in their 20s or 50s or 60s, they were all so upset and so pissed and so scared and really engaged and and wanted to talk and, and wanted to talk about what to do um, and had so much furious um, and, and righteous energy around the issue. Um, and, you know, these are not folks who are activists. These are not people who are on Twitter all day or like who follow the news like super closely, right? Like these are, this is like my extended Catholic family. Um, and what really stood out to me was how many of them were looking for direction and how many of them sort of were depending on this very like haphazard thrown together um, compilation of information, right. That they're hearing from friends or they're seeing on social media or that, you know, someone texts them or that they see on TikTok, Right. And, um, you know, and so one person would be like, well, I heard this happened in this state and I heard this happened in this state. And, you know, sometimes it wasn't entirely true. It wasn't the whole story. Um, but what brought, all of them together, like the common theme and the common thread was they were really pissed. They wanted all the information they could possibly have. Um, and they wanted to do something about it. And it just really made me think about all of the, the sort of untapped energy that there is um, around abortion rights right now. And how, while the democratization of um, activist issues, right. And activism and, writing has obviously been a net positive and, and really good for feminist issues. It also sort of means that right now in a moment like this, um, people like the women in my family are just being inundated from all sides with resources and actions and fundraising pitches. Um, and they don't quite know 
which are credible, which to um, listen to, which are the most urgent, right? Um, and that's sort of a downside, right? Like, obviously, we don't want one or two, um, you know, national organizations setting the absolute agenda, because that hasn't worked in the past. Um, specifically, when you're talking about, you know, reaching and addressing the issues that affect marginalized communities the most, right? Like, as a whole, it's been really great to have so many different voices and so many smaller organizations and the way that we're now listening to to local groups and abortion funds. Um, it's all really, really important. And again, a net positive. But it also means that in a moment like this, women who are not necessarily, and men, who are not necessarily tapped in and know exactly where to look for information um, and directions for action they don't know what to, they don't know what to do. Right. And they, and they really want to know what to do. They want someone to tell them, okay, this is exactly um, where you can help the most. And so it was just something that really struck me. Um, and I don't know what the answer is, right? Like, I, I don't know exactly what the best way to, to handle that problem is. And obviously I'm trying to help out um, in any way that I can by sort of compiling resources and sharing stories and, and everything like that. But so are, are a lot of other people. Um, and so I would love to hear from you all in comments, if you have found particular organizations or, or particular people that you follow on Twitter, um, who have been like a really great resource for um, credible and consistent information and and actions. Um, and I will probably be compiling um, some folks to follow and, and organizations as, as well to share soon. Um, but I really do wish that there was sort of just a couple of clearinghouses of information right now in this moment that we could share with people who want to use that, um, that energy and that, that furious energy that they have. Um, because it, it really does feel like a missed opportunity right now. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is sort of, sort of goodish news, good news, goodish news. Um, the Verge wrote, wrote um, a couple of days ago, yes, July 1st, and I'll share the link um, in, in the post, that Google is going to start auto-deleting abortion clinic visits from user location history. And they're also going to do this... Um, they're also going to do this for other, what they're calling potentially sensitive locations, like domestic violence clinics, for example, uh, which is great. And, and they should do that. Um, but it, it sort of feels like the, the bare minimum to me, like what I would really like to hear from places like Google or Apple or Twitter or whoever, what I want to hear from them right now is that they're not going to comply when law enforcement asks them for search history or messages or anything like that, um, when they're prosecuting someone for having an abortion, you know, like I want to hear from them that they're not going to comply with illegitimate laws that take people's human rights away. Um, I don't have a lot of hope that that will actually happen, but 
I would love to see us sort of hold these companies feet to the fire and not let them get, you know, what they're looking for, which is like great PR, right? Like they want that good PR of like, oh, great. Like Google's going to auto delete um, your user location history. If you visit an abortion clinic, like, okay, fine. Like that's, again, it's, it's the bare minimum. Like if we're going to give kudos out to, to companies for, for doing the right thing, let's make sure it's actually more, right? Like we can ask for more. We need to ask for more right now. Um, and that being said, also, I'll probably hit on this separately, either in a different um, audio clip or in a post, you know, digital privacy is so important right now. Um, and while it's great that, you know, that Google is going to delete location history when you go to an abortion clinic, like we should have our location turned off regardless, right? Like let's, let's turn those things off. Let's get rid of our Alexas and Google homes and everything like that. Like, now is the time to be keeping a pen and paper calendar of your period. Um, there's no reason to be putting information online that, that you don't need to be um, or making you more susceptible when it, when it comes to privacy issues. Uh, and again, I'll, I'll write about that separately or talk about that separately. But again, if anyone has any advice or has seen um, articles or resources that they think were super helpful in that regard. I'm always open to, to hearing them. So please share them in, in comments or shoot me an email. Uh, thank you for listening once again. And thanks for being patient. I know, you know, not doing this with a script, not editing, just sort of going for it and chatting away. Uh, so I hope that you find it helpful and I hope you like it. Um, I'm gonna do a few more of these for everyone who subscribes to the newsletter, and then I probably will um, make it available to paying subscribers only uh, after that. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. And thanks again 